Psalm 17, a prayer by David. Hear Yahweh my righteous plea. Give ear to my prayer that doesn't go out of deceitful lips. Let my sentence come out of your presence. Let your eyes look on equity. You have proved my heart. You have visited me in the night. You have tried me and found nothing. I have resolved it that my mouth will not disobey. As for the deeds of men, by the word of your lips, I have kept myself from the ways of the violent. My steps have held fast to your paths. My feet have not slipped. I have called on you, for you will answer me, God. Turn your ear to me, hear my speech. Show your marvellous loving kindness, you who save those who take refuge by your right hand from their enemies. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me under the shadow of your wings from the wicked who oppress me, my deadly enemies who surround me. They close up their callous hearts. With their mouth they speak proudly. They have now surrounded us in our steps. They have set their eyes to cast us down to the earth. He is like a lion that is greedy of his prey, as it were a young lion lurking in secret places. Arise, Yahweh, confront him, cast him down, deliver my soul from the wicked by your sword. By men from your hand, Yahweh, from men of the world whose portion is in this life. You fill the belly of your cherished ones. Your sons have plenty, and they store up wealth for their children. As for me, I shall see your face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with seeing your form. There are some interesting psalms in uh, in the you know in the book of Psalms that, um, like this one, are a prayer for justice. And uh, so this in this psalm we didn't read the word justice anywhere, but that's what this prayer was. And it starts out by saying in verse one, "Hear Yahweh my righteous plea, give ear to my prayer that does not come from deceitful lips." So he starts out by offering a righteous plea. Now, you can imagine that, um, you know, this is a court case and someone's been treated wrongly and they're bringing a lawsuit. And um, so, you, you know, you imagine you've got a neighbour that's treating you in a terrible way. They're doing all these bad things to you, like they're throwing things over the fence at you. They're, you know, they're cursing at you. They're swearing at you. They're, um, you know, being harmful and deceitful and they're saying, they're, you know, belittling your name in public and you've, they, you haven't done anything wrong to them, but they're doing something wrong to you. So you go to, a, you know, you open a lawsuit, you sue them and you say, you know, I haven't done anything wrong, but look at the way they're treating me. <laughs> and um, so this is a, a prayer for justice. Now, we often think, you know, if you're like me from a typical evangelical church, you know, and I've got a history in the Salvation Army and the Baptist denominations, and, um, you know, we're non-denominational now because we love everybody and, we, you know, we love all of God's people. We want to see the body of Christ be one. And um, But if you've come out of that type of an upbringing, you tend to think of justice in the Bible as being um, what will happen on the Day of Judgment and you tend to think that um, justice is what God's going to do and he's going to punish the wicked 
and then the righteous will be spared by grace. So you tend to think of justice as being about punishment. But here in this psalm, that's not what it's all about. Justice is about, you know, it's like a payout that you're waiting for. You know, you, you know, your neighbours have done the wrong thing to you, you sue them, you take them to court. Justice is what you're going to get when you are shown that you were right after all and they were wrong and now they've got to pay you a bit of money and your name is declared, you know, you're, you're not guilty, you're innocent and they're guilty. So that's justice. Justice is now that the truth has come out. <laughs> There's a court case going on right now in the States between some very famous celebrities and, you know, people take sides. And, uh, you know, I hopefully the, the right, the truth will come out and it's, it's a situation like this. Someone feels that they've been wrongly done by and, um, well, you know, that's what justice is for, is to sort out, you know, what the right thing is that it will happen. Now, a lot of us, we don't, you know, if I was to pray and say, Lord, give me justice, I would feel funny about that because I would feel on the one hand, I know I'm a sinner, I've done the wrong thing, I don't want the Lord to give me that type of a justice. Uh, but on the other hand, it feels kind of weird to look at someone else and say, they've done the wrong thing to me. Lord, give me justice. So, you know, if, you, if you've been brought up in a typical evangelical kind of like Baptist or Pentecostal or Salvation Army background, you might feel funny praying a prayer like what we find here in Psalm 17. But this prayer is a very good prayer to pray for certain types of situations. So where someone has treated you the wrong way. Now you think about David, there's plenty of examples in his own life. We went, we went through the book of First and Second Samuel where Saul was treating him wrongly. King Saul was trying to kill him, but when David had a chance to kill him back, he didn't. He spared his life. David said nothing wrong about him. David honoured him. David was kind. David, <laughs> he did everything good to him. David effectively loved his enemy like Christ commanded us to do. So, you know, in public... And in the way he treated him, he was honouring and kind and loving and he did what was right. But he could then go to the Lord and say, give me justice, Lord. I haven't done anything wrong. So this, the whole first half of this psalm, it sounds like he's claiming to have righteous lips and a pure heart. He's claiming, it sounds like he's claiming to be perfect. That's not what's going on here. He knows he's a sinner, but he, it's in the situation. In the situation, he's saying, Lord, you know I haven't done anything wrong. Now, please fix this problem for me. And you and I can pray this type of a prayer. You know that there are situations like this where people have treated us wrongly. We're not praying harm for them, or at least you should not be praying harm for them. You should want the Lord to treat them with mercy and grace, and the Lord instructed us to forgive them as he forgives us. But you can pray for justice. So you can say, Lord, deliver me from this evil attack. So you can pray this type of a prayer as long as it comes from a pure heart and you forgive. And so David does say things like this. He says, um, I've called on you for you will answer me, O Lord. Turn your ear to me and hear my speech. So he's not, he's not expecting God to answer him because he's perfect. He's, it's, it's not like that. It's not that his perfect behavior is the reason why God must answer him. No, 
God answers him because he's kind and because God is a just judge. God will do the right thing. And he's saying, Lord, you know I've been treated wrongly in this situation. Restore to me what is mine. C.S. Lewis, he, he wrote a book called Reflections on the Psalms. And I've got it. I've been um, flicking through to the different Psalms to see what he has to say about various ones. On this whole theme of justice, he says, you've got to imagine yourself in court as the plaintiff, not the defendant. And a lot of us, we imagine ourselves in a court case as the defendant, like we've done the wrong thing and we don't want to get justice. But you know, he said in this type of a psalm, you're the plaintiff. You're the one that's bringing the accusation and you're wanting justice. You're saying, I've been wrongly treated. Lord, give me justice. And there definitely are situations like that. You imagine this, right around the world right now, there are Christians who are suffering for their faith, people who are being mistreated. There are people who are having their properties and their homes confiscated because they're Christian. There are churches that where governments are making rules and closing their buildings down. We had a, a people we know that have a, a church in India and the government just decided that, um, you know, we're going to take three quarters of your building off you and just build something next door. So they, they actually sent along excavation machinery and demolished parts of their building and then never got around to building the building they were going to build. So that church went from being a very big building down to one quarter of the size just because a government decided they could do it. Well, see, this type of thing is persecution. And those people could go to the Lord, you know, with forgiveness in their heart toward those people, but they could say, Lord, give us justice. Lord, fix this problem. Lord, restore to us. They can pray a Psalm 17 type of prayer. And uh, the Lord is a good judge. And the Lord knows how to answer these types of prayers. So Lord, thank you for Psalm 17. Thank you that at times we are the plaintiff as well as the defendant. Lord, I thank you. And we want justice, Lord, that you'd restore to us that which what the devil has stolen, Lord. Restore to your people the power that we should have. Lord, that the devil will no longer have a victory over us, but we will walk in grace and liberty in Jesus' name. Amen.